Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Turn It Up and as always it is packed to the brim with some of the best music around. So let's get it off to rock and start and this is Mexican high voltage rockers Angora and this is Empire and it's brand new.
yeah that was angora and empire and that's their brand new single and as i say we have lots of great stuff on the show tonight some really great new music some old favorites and also on the torn up interview we have blues legend the one and only john primer you do not want to miss that uh, his new album hard times has been getting rave reviews and nominated for all sorts of awards so really such a pleasure to speak with this man but let's keep the music going because next up we have music from young medicine and this one's called holding on to anything Show! 
Yep, that's brand new from Young Medicine. That's Hold On To Anything, and that's their new single. Now, next up, well, <laughs> there was a band called Status Quo had this song titled, but these guys have taken the same title and doubled it up because the quo was down, down. Blackboard is on the show, and their new single is called Down, 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 Down. So let's play it. I certainly enjoyed that. That's a great track and that's new from Blackboard and that's called, well, it's the four downs. Down, 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 down. That's brand new and it's new, new. Now, next up, here's a band. I actually saw them play in Skegness a few years ago. Was widely impressed by them. This is brand new from three-piece rocker Scam. And this one's called Do It Again. Mm-hmm. 
mean, what a tight outfit. They just, they just rock and roll like it's nobody's business. A great band. That's Scam and Do It Again. And that's their brand new single. Now, here's somebody else too. And from the moment I saw her live, it was one of those moments when your jaw drops and you just said, wow. Wow, who is this girl? I am, of course, talking about the multi-talented and hugely successful Els Bailey. And she has a new single out, and this one's called Hole in My Pocket.
Yep, that's brand new from Els and uh, another great track. Um, she's just a very, very, very fine artist. And that's her new single called Hole in My Pocket. Next up, we have These Wicked Rivers. Brand new from them as well. And this one's called Testify.
Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure whether I've played this band on the show before or not, but I'll certainly be playing them again. Really enjoyed that. That was these Wicked Rivers and Testify, and that's brand new. So much new stuff, and isn't it great? Next up, we have Ali Venable, and this is also new, brand new single, and this is called Real Gone. <laughs> Another great track, that's Ali Venable and Real Gone, and that is brand new and out now. Now, next up, we have Taz Crew and Riffin' the Blue. One, two, three, four. 
Yeah, that's Taz Crew and Riff on the Blue, and that's the title track from a brand new album that's out now. And if that's an indication of what it's like, it's good stuff. Now, next up, <laughs> love the title of this. This is Doomsday Outlaw. Oh, dear. If this is the end, oh, how uplifting. But I think the music's rather good. Let's play it.
Yeah, that was Doomsday Outlaw, and if this is the end, and that's taken from a brand new album of Out of the Moment called Damage Goods. Check it out. Okay, we're up at the point where we're doing the Torrid Up interview, and this is no ordinary one. This is a blues legend. Um, and you know, to say that the John Primer is is the real deal, it's certainly no idle statement because in his earlier years he lived with his parents on a plantation cotton farm. So we really lived the story of the blues and then eventually moving out and onwards and becoming involved in the music business. And you know, John has played with the very best in the business and it was such an honour to interview him and uh, you, as you'll hear his story firsthand. But before we actually press the button on the interview, as always, we'll play a track from his latest album called Hard Times. And this is the title track. This is John Primer on Hard Times.
get the best of me Hard time and trouble About to get the best of me Hard time and trouble Just won't let me be Really great album. I've listened to this album many times and every time I listen to it, I like it even more. So we'll waste no more time. Without further ado, let's listen to the torn-up interview with blues legend, the one and only John Primer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another torn-up interview. And as always, you know, I'm so appreciative of the valuable time taken out by the artist to speak with us here on the show. Now, those of you that know my taste in music, I love many genres, but the blues is very close to my heart. And the person I'm going to interview now, well, he's really a living legend. You know, he's played with the very best. He's a legend himself. You know, he grew up, um, uh, as they say, working in the cotton fields and then picking up that guitar and playing blues that just, they're sublime. His new album, Hard Times at the Minute, is getting all sorts of rave reviews and getting nominated all over the place. So it's my great honour to introduce to you, to the torn up interview, the one and only John Primer. John, you're very welcome to the show. Yeah, John, you know, you know, as a young man, a young boy, you know, was it always in your mind to pick up that guitar and play the blues, or how did that all start for you, John? Uh, well, you know, I tell you, I'm from a little small, when I was a small kid, you know, um, my uh, my uncle and all of them were, were 
down the street, a ditty boy beside my grandma's house. And uh, every time they would go to the field, and I would sneak around there, go around there and play that thing. I'm about two or three years old, and I would play that thing, and I would play blues with a John, John, I'm losing, I'm losing the signal a wee bit. You couldn't move some of that because I'm just picking up part of what you're saying. Oh, okay. Uh, are you getting me now? Yes, I am. That's better. Um, so, so basically, from the age of three, you picked up the diddly bow and you were practicing on it, and and so, so really, <laughs> almost from you could crawl, you were you are playing music and I mean you said it but your parents gone out to the field so you know that that's the real story of the blues really your parents then were they picking cotton and stuff like that at that stage in your life yeah they pick go to the field pick cotton uh, either uh, before they pull the cotton come up they would go out and plot that mule and uh, plant that cotton and plot they plot the field first with the mule all of them a whole bunch of them on that plantation on that uh, sharecropper plantation so everybody, everybody, everybody would go to the field and fly that field, and all of them do it all together. And then after they plant the cotton and it grow up, and then we are each each division of family would go and chop that cotton, and you cut, you cut, chop the cotton, thin it out, and uh, pull the grass. I mean, with a with a, a, a thing they call a hoe, uh, well, you know, a hoe, a hoe, not a, you know, not what I meant, what I mean, but that's. Yeah, and, and obviously your father or your father or your parents, they obviously played the music when they had that diddly bow there. So it wasn't just you that played the music. Your parents obviously played it too. So so it was in the family to play music. Yeah, my grandmom and my aunties and, and my mom, they would always have a record player and they would always go to town to get them a, a record. And they had all kind of blues, all everything that came out, they always had a, 
uh, 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 45, that's what it was. Seven to eight, I, well, I began with the seven to eight, but they all had it. They had the blues there, and they played it every day. They had to come out the field, especially on the weekend. That's Saturday. That's all they would do. Drink a little bit, the corn, whiskey, whatever they were drinking. I don't know. And they would always play it, you know. So that's how I became a blues guy, you know. But I played, I learned blues, but I played, I learned how to play blues. I learned how to play all types of music. I could play any type of music from all the way back from. I, I vote, like from all back in the forties, late forties, and all the way up to now. Uh, I play any type of music. Uh, like I tell people all the time, we're a stick blues man, but everything I play, I play music, and everything I play is, is blues from my heart. The blues is in my in the music. I don't care what kind of music it is. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, four.
got to keep on working till I get it. God knows it's been hard on me, but I won't let it. Until I get it I got to keep on going Never will I forget it I got to keep on going I won't ever sweat it I got to keep on going Until I get it I got to keep on going Never will I forget it I got to keep on going I won't never sweat it And, and John, you know, <clears throat> you know, being, you know, you were you were born then obviously on a plantation and I mean for us over here in Europe or Ireland we have very little understand or knowledge of it you know were you free then to leave as a young man to play music there was no there was no way that you had to stay there obviously not you were allowed to go and and lead your own life yeah well most have uh uh all the guys people that left down there they didn't really just they just left sneak away they had somebody in chicago or somewhere and they would just leave you know they would. They wouldn't tell. They wouldn't tell the, the boss man. We called him. He, which he was a good guy. But yeah, they would just leave. And uh, my mom, she she got migrated to uh, Chicago when I was about six years old. But I was raised by my my grandparents, my aunties and uncles, and, and most everybody in the town. My mom, but my dad. I lost my dad as I was three years old, going on four, nineteen forty-eight. So I lost my dad. So. Uh, so I raised by my uncle and all the all my family, stayed my grandmother. My mom came to Chicago, so that's who raised me. My grandmother and all the my grandmother and aunties and a lot of people in that town called Camden, Mississippi. A lot of uh, black people and uh, and then white people. Was, they knew who I was, and my dad was such a young man, nineteen years old, and he he fixed everybody's car. He was a good mechanic at that age. So everybody knew me when he passed, and I would go down there, and uh, he would always, everybody see me and say, hey, aren't you John? My dad's name John. You John, boy. And they they go in that little coin purse and give me a dime, a nickel, something else, a lot of money. So I had to buy a dime, a 15, nickel, a quarter, maybe a quarter sometime. But they would always, they looked after me, and they, they, they really uh, hoped me out during that time. But I, it was a hard time for me. Very hard, a little sad life, you know, because my mom gone and she never at home in Chicago and my dad passed away. So I lived a, a, a hard life, a poor life. My mom, we didn't have no, we weren't rich, we didn't have no, sometimes we didn't have no food to eat. Uh, to, uh, 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 we had to help and get food and all the kind of stuff like that, get food and uh, to feed the family. And my mom left. And uh, my my uh, my dad put my dad's social security 
um, got a check in. My sister and I own it two of them. We got a, a check in the month back then, seven hundred dollars a month. But my mom left because she didn't take us with her. We still going to school, so she um, she after later on the years, after I got came came got me, me and my sister when I got eighteen. And I asked her why she leave us down there. She said, well, you know, it was so hard down there for us to eat and get food and stuff. And that was our only hope because uh, that, that $79 a month would feed the family and, and uh, you know, take care of it and buy food for you. And uh, uh, that, that would run out the end of the month. So you can go down to the store and take up credit. Credit when that check comes, my grandmother would go pay that, pay that bill for that check. So it was hard for me. Yeah, and I suppose, John, you know, when you look at the times today and, you know, people grumble about hard times and things not being great, I'm sure you have a smile to yourself and you say you don't, you haven't a clue what hard times were. You know, you you have lived through it. You're not, you're really, you're a living example of the blues because you've, you've, you've lived the life, you know, that's written about in the songs. You've done it. And you become hugely successful and respected in the world of blues. I mean, I know you've played, you know, with 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 Muddy Waters, and you you played with Buddy Gay, and and a whole lot of other people that we would we be all evening here, you know, uh, talking about them. But I suppose having lived that type of life, John, it must be in a positive way gives you a great reservoir for writing songs and lyrics and music because of the life that you've lived. Right, that's right. Uh, I write them according to the life I live, you know. So I came out so on it all my songs. You can tell what I'm writing about all the time. Because uh, uh, during the pandemic, I, I sit down and I wrote a song called, uh, I, I did a CD and uh, called Hard Time. And it, 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 it's, um, it was just, that's the way I wrote that song was back then, because they remind me of when I was growing up as a kid, those two, three years, and, and that pandemic was hard for everyone, not just musicians, but for everyone in the whole wide world. So that, that put a score on, so that made me think about it. I'm just gonna write a song, and I'm gonna call it a CD, and I'm gonna call it a Hard Time. Yeah. So, so in many ways, John, you know, the pandemic kind of triggered your memories of growing up and the tough times and realising that the, the pandemic, to a large extent, had brought hard times back to people. So you kind of felt, well, maybe now's the time to actually write about it. So in a way, it, it, and now that album <clears throat> is up for all sorts of awards and, and things, and it is a fantastic album. I've been listening to it. You know, it's you, you're a fantastic musician. Your lyrics are are exceptional. But then again, when I speak to you now, I realize why it's so good because this is a life you've lived, and and songs, a lot of songs written by artists like yourself, there's a personal connection. There's some something has happened that has helped create the song, uh, and I guess that's the case in your case, John. Music video uh, used to be, it was made 
left the club on Austin called the Blues, and, and uh, so I made all the videos. They're all the Blues Club in Chicago. So we try to say the blues, uh, and I hope we can reopen that blues because it's good put a hood on a lot of musicians in Chicago. And we still having a hard time with clubs because most all the clubs are closed. So you watch the video on the YouTube, and it'll show you what I'm doing. So that's that's based on the hard time CD. Yeah. So, so John, would would you sort of say that the actual live scene in the states as regards blues that it's is it struggling a wee bit, or you know, I thought maybe when the pandemic was over and that people could see live performances again, that that might give live music a bit of a boost. But has that not happened? Nope. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, um, since the pandemic and all that hard time. Uh, I think uh, more people are working a little bit more than they were. A little bit. That's put a boost on 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 on, on the music, on the of the blues, and cause a lot of lot of musicians now are working more than they they ever worked. And a lot of new musicians is, is working now when they couldn't hardly work, but now they all are working. Like I said, uh, it made to make us feel good, and um, so uh, so the, uh, I think you know hard time. It's uh, really going. Uh, I hope I can win something on it, you know, because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm up for three awards: the best music award for album of the year, hard time, traditional album of the year, hard time, traditional male blues artist of the year. So hey, go to you know you can vote a blues, you no know, a blues award or arc. Blues Foundation, so you can uh, vote for me and uh, try to win. Everyone can vote for me, and I'm trying to win something for the CD. It should win something. I hope so. I, I was shooting for for the Grammy nomination, but I don't think that's going to happen. So. Well, I tell you one thing: if anyone ever deserved to to win a string of awards, it's you, John, because. You've given so much to music. I mean, I've been a fan and been listening to your stuff. And, and I mean, now when I hear your actual story, I'm even more impressed by what you've done. And I think you have another album coming out later on in the year, haven't you, John? Oh, yeah. It, it'll be out on February 24th. Uh, it's a tribute to the uh, guy I worked with for 13 years. And uh, all the songs that I'm, I'm singing, all the songs, and it was Mad to Slim and the Chill Drop. And um, so, you know, you can pre-order that CD now, but it won't be out until the 24th of February, uh, johnfarmerblues.com, you know. So uh, release date is the February 24th, tripping to Matt Slim, celebrating his, for his, uh, he's he been, he been gone for 10 years now, and this is 10-year anniversary CD, so it's a great CD. And I'm um, singing all the songs that we played with him with the teardrop. Got all the kids dropped together, and uh, also Magic Slim Young Son, Sean Hope, uh, is, is playing on there too. But we got all, most of all the tear drops playing on there. Yeah. It's a place I love to be around 
the city Place I love to be around Yes, we all dig Chicago It's the best city in my hometown Chicago is my favorite blue sound Just have the best musicians around Chicago is my favorite blue sound Just have the best musicians around Chicago is the best place to bleed With the lakefront and so much to see And tell me something, John. Like I, I realize that you've played with the greats and blues, and and you're you're a great yourself. But of the people you've played with, is there any special memories or or things that stay in your mind from from playing with them? Or is there any particular events that maybe you'd like to share that were maybe that could have been funny or just memorable in your time? Yeah, I I, I know when I was playing with Muddy, you know. 
but he always wanted us to be in the dressing room. We had our own dressing room, but he, he always wanted everyone to be in that set around and talk and do little funny things and say funny things and uh, make you laugh. And uh, uh, we had a, a, a drummer that played with him called Ray Allison. He passed away young, young age. And Muddy was like one, he was one of Muddy's favorite drummer guy. You know, he, uh, he, um, he always was sitting around and, uh, I, uh, our drummer, he was, he didn't want to, never like to spend money and stuff. He cheap, he kept his money in his, in his sock. So Muddy would look all this and wink his eye and, and all of a sudden he had a rich speech for, for that sock to try to get that money out of his leg. And, you know, everybody just laughed. It was so funny. Muddy just messed with him all the time. And he called him his snake doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and tell me something, is there any particular person that you played with musically? I know Muddy, I'm sure he was an amazing yeah. man to play, but was there anyone, or maybe it was him, but was there anybody that sticks out in your mind that really was really special to, to share the stage with? Magic Slim. Okay. Magic Slim and the teardrops. I played with him 13 years a side man, but he would always let me play three or four songs before he come up. He'd always, uh, he always gave me a lot of solos, but I really enjoyed what Muddy was the same. He let us play. And, uh, but Matt Slim, he was one of the greatest uh, blues legends that ever lived and played, you know, that, that I know. And uh, so he was, uh, he, was uh, he was the one of the guys that all the 13 years I worked with him, I never, he never got angry at me. If he did, I didn't know it. He never talked to me about anything. He'd tell me what the, how to play or what. All he tell we gonna stay. Oh, y'all, y'all boys sound so good. <laughs> See, I, I don't know what to do. We're coming up here now, but y'all boys sound so good. But he gonna look at all of us and say, oh, oh, oh let's, let, let's bust it. And man, he come up there and just wipe us out. <laughs> I suppose it's another question I love to ask you because you've seen, you know, so much of life. But, you know, now you're talking with social media and, you know, you can check out on johnprimer.com and all of that. How, how do you how do you think um, has uh, has social media, the Internet, all of it, has it helped music? Is it is it something that has been an asset uh, or were there better times in previous years or, or, or are there something around the same just 
a different era, but just wondering what you think about social media or, or do you like the effect that it has had on music? I like it. Uh, I like social media and all this stuff. Uh, um, I think it, it's it's helped music a lot, a whole lot. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, all this technology stuff, now the phones and everything, you know, it's kind of put a hood on CDs, you know. Uh, a lot of people just when they did all that a lot of people got rid of their CD player and now they don't make no more CD players and cars and things you know so everybody got an old old uh, car with CDs in there they buy them, but kind of put a hood on CDs stuff like that so, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I, t- I tell them don't throw your CD buy the CD the CD is not it's not a, a plan to CD but when you buy a CD you can uh you get the autograph. That's what you're paying for the autograph CDs. You know, and one day it'll be worth something. Yeah. I think you're right, John. I think a lot of people, even if they can play it, you know, whether it's Spotify or streaming, if they're at a gig and particularly someone like yourself, a CD is a souvenir of the night. It's a memento. And as, as yeah. you said, if you sign it, it's a keepsake. So this, I would say probably a lot of, of artists sell CDs at their gigs simply for that reason, that the fan wants to take something home that's tangible or something that they have that's physical from the evening. So I, I still think there's still a place for it there and getting it autographed, of course, makes it very special. Yes, make it special. And now, you know, most time now, everyone, they're looking for violence, you know. So on the Hard Time CD, I, I, I got violence for sale, but now you can buy it online. Go to my store, johnprimatblues.com, and order finals of CDs, T-shirts, caps, all kind of stuff like that. You know, I'm trying to make a living. It's hard time. still hard time for me. <laughs> yeah, and listen, can, can, can people order that from anywhere in the world? Is it war? Can people from Ireland or England or Europe order your stuff, John, and get it delivered? Yeah, they can order from anywhere. I, 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 Anyway, all over all 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 the world, you can you can order my CDs and finalists and stuff. Just go to my website, johnfarmerblues.com. I got a store on there. See that that store. sounds that sounds great. And tell me, have you have you played in Europe in the past, John, or have you any plans maybe to come this way in the future? Uh, yeah. Well, I was just I just left England, and now everywhere we went was so out crowd. And was young and up, young people and old, older people. So I think a lot of people uh, is coming out when you go to Europe. They comes out a lot to check out the music, the blues, the music. Yeah, so it's a good, good thing. So I've I've been over twice since the pandemic. So looking forward to coming back again to the UK. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe when you're there, you come across and visit us over here in Ireland as well. We'd love to see you. Yeah, I'd love to go to Ireland. You have to check it out, Wales and all the places I've been there before. And I got fans over there. They knew a lot of people came out when I worked over there. This past the One Hundred Club, and but I was so sad by Station Tablets. You know, but it's not. It I think the guy sold it, so I don't know if it exists anymore. But uh, I had a pleasure playing at, at uh, One Hundred Club. Yeah, yeah, it's real nice there. Yeah. Well. And, uh, uh, you know, John, it's, it's 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 been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and to hear firsthand someone that really has lived the life, you know, really has. And and yet, 
you know, there's a warmth, there's 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 a there's a there's a kindness, there's there's something really. You have a beautiful soul. You're a very humble man. You're a very talented musician that has brought so much joy to so many people, and it's certainly my honour to speak with you here on the show. And I I wish you all the best with the album Hard Times. I'm sure it's going to win some of them nominations. If not them all, you're certainly going to get some of them. And um, it's it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, John. You too, Gary. And uh, I hope we, we can do it again. And um. Uh... I've been pleasured, and I just want people to keep on loving the blues, and uh, you got my support. I love everyone, and uh, I, I'm a real respectful man. I respect everyone because I, uh, if uh, I, I do unto people what people, you know, people don't do nothing to me, but I, you know, I don't, I, I don't take none, nothing. Uh, I take it all serious what what they say, but I don't hold it against nobody. Uh, I'm just trying to. Trying to make a living, trying to keep the blues alive for the for the this generation, the next generation. Oh, my, my music will carry this traditional blues on forever, because uh, not many of them around anymore playing it. And uh, so you have to have to keep the traditional blues going for the generation on and on and on and on. You know, and I think I hope, and I I really appreciate that doing it. You know, doing that. Yeah. Well, you, you sure are, and as I say, you have many fans over here, and certainly, hopefully, next time around when you come back to Europe, we may chat beforehand and see can we organise a few Irish dates, because I, I think you will go down a storm here, and uh, certainly look forward to doing something like that. On behalf of myself, on behalf of the producer, Graham Hilling, and indeed everyone here at Radio Home of Rock, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. It's been a privilege and an honour to speak with you, John, because you are one of the living legends of the blues. And uh, as I say, it's my honour to have the opportunity to speak with you here. Uh, thank you, Gavin. Uh, it was an honour here for me to, to talk to you, to, to share my story with you, to you and all the people in the, in the world. So I'm very, very grateful to you, man. I thank you so much. Not at all, mate. Absolute pleasure, John. All right, now you have a blessed day, and everybody in the whole round world be safe. And uh, the, um, my blessing to everyone to be safe and keep on loving the blues. Moonlight at night 
what you are, my sweet woman. You are my shining star. Listen, John, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us on the show. Such an honour to speak to a man such as yourself that's really lived the life. Just It's not just a matter of singing the songs. He's actually lived the life so he can back up those lyrics because they're real experiences. So, again, what an honour to, to do the interview. It was really special. And thanks to his wonderful wife, Lisa Primer, manager, uh, People were so nice and helping to get everything set up. So it was an honour for me to do it. And thank you so much, Lisa and John. Now, as well as what you hear before the interview, when you hear the title track, Hard Times, we played three other tracks, as we always do. Uh, the first was called I Won't Sweat, followed by Chicago. And then we finished up with You Mean So Much To Me. So again, big thank you, John. Really, really, really enjoyed doing that and looking forward to maybe catching up again sometime in the future. Now, next up, well, this is a duo. These guys, well, they're dynamic duo. They're a blues rock duo, whatever you want to call them. Uh, this is a track taken from an album they've recorded together called Blood Brothers. This is Mike Zito and Albert Castigula and Hey, Sweet Mama.
Oh, listen, how could it not be good when you have these two guys involved? Just absolute quality. What a great track. And check out the album Blood Brothers from Mike Zito and Albrecht Castiglione. We'll be playing more tracks from that album in the not-too-distant future, I can assure you of that. Now we're up at the point of the fans' favour. And it's still in the London area, and this is some tracks chosen by Tom Bridgman. Now, there's a famous sword in and definitely in Ireland. Uh, it's certainly royalty with Noel Bridgman being the original drummer with Skid Row. I wonder if there's a relationship there. Anyhow, the thing is that Tom has picked three tracks, and uh, now... Get the tea made, get get ready to sit back because one of these three tracks, the last one, it's rather long. So, in fact, I don't think in the history of the show we've ever played a track much longer because my show producer, um, Graham Hilling, says, Jerry, it's a long one, but I know that we like our songs long sometimes here, but this is a new one. I'll not tell you how long it is till it's over, but we have three. We have The Beatles, and you can't do that, taken from the Help album. And then we have Wendy Waldman and Love Has Got Me. And then the big long track is Todd Rundgren uh, and Utopia, the icon. And it's the title track from an album and it's a long one. So let's press the button, sit back, make the tea have a beer, whatever you want to do, and listen to the extended, longer-than-usual fans' favourite as uh, chosen by Tom Bridgman from London. Here we go. I've got something to say that might cause you pain If I catch you talking to that boy again I'm gonna let you down Tell you one more time, I think it's a sin. I think I let you down. Let you down. I leave you flat. Gonna let you down and leave you flat. Because I told you before, oh, you can't do that. Everybody's green. Cause I'm the one who won your love. But if they'd seen, you're talking. Listen to me. 
Comes to mind about what should be done and how much of the old will die that the new may be begun. But So 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a longer one. Uh, I think uh, Graham told me that the Todd Rungan track's 30 minutes long. So I hope... I hope you stayed the course, but we're now back to shorter, shorter versions now, because next up, we have the Long Raiders, and um, this one's called September, November, sometime, ah yeah, it's brand new for them, let's play it. <laughs> was the Long Raiders and September, November sometime and that's brand new from them. Next up we have a track from Dan O'Sheehan and this one's called Why Not? (laughs) 
around the most peculiar way I don't know if it's rain outside I'm not sure if I care I don't know why I do it Don't know why not Don't know why I do what I do But I sure Dan O'Sheehan there, and that's a track uh, of his called Why Not? Hope you enjoyed it. Now, next up, we have Rope Maker, and um, they are an Irish industrial metal band. Yeah. And this is their new single, and it's called Pain.
I, I like that. I mean, I, li- I like to listen to all genres, all types. And I have to say, I enjoyed that. And not because they're Irish. It's just because I rather liked it. Now, next up is Avatarium. Aha. Is it a movie? No, it's a record. <laughs> and this is their new single. And it's called A Love Like Ours. Upon my 
Yeah, Avatarium, and that's brand new from them, the new single called A Love Like Ours, and it's out now. Now, next up, we have Jason Charles Miller, and this is brand new also called Chasing the Sun, aren't we all? <laughs>
Yeah, that was Char... Sorry, Jason. Did I say Charles Jason? If I did, apologies. Jason Charles Miller and Chasing the Sun. Uh, that's what you get to you. I am dyslexic, so sometimes I mix my words around. Indeed, I give Graham headaches where I put pages together, maybe put the names back to front, and the great man that he is, he always spots it, we get it sorted. So... Um, you know, if there's any people that suffer from dyslexia out there, you know what I mean. We get our words jumbled now and again. Generally speaking, not too bad as you're aware at this stage, but sometimes the written thing can be a bit different. Anyway, next up we have Hamish Anderson. And this is a title track from an album he released back in 2016. And it's called Trouble. <laughs> Trouble again 
yeah, so while I played Hamish on the show, and, and you know, I really like what he does, and that's the title track from an album he released back in 2016 called Trouble. Next up, well, here is Mountain, and here's their version of the Chuck Berry classic, Roll Over Beethoven. Certainly a different version of the classic, but uh, very formidable, that's for sure. That was Mountain and Roll Over Beethoven, and that was actually taken from an album called The Best of Mountain that came out in 1973. Now, funny we should mention 1973, because next up, we have a blues duo of Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee, and this is a track from an album released back in 73, (coughs) excuse me, Get that out of the way. The frog is gone. And it's called The Battle is Over, But the War Goes On. Let's hear it.
hundred And you march along To the beat of a drum Someday soon Gonna wake up singing Battle is over But the war go on Yeah, that, that's fantastic. Uh, two blues legends too. Sonny Terry and Brody McGee. And the battle is over, but the war goes on. And that was the title track from an album released back in 73. Now, next up, we have a band with the working title called Mess of Blues. And this one's called Walk on the Dog. Just to walk in the dark 
till a quarter to five Walk in the dark Yeah, I enjoyed that. That's me Mess of Blues, Walk of the Dog, taken from an album called The Soup Sessions. Now, as you would all be very aware, uh, you know, I get a lot of music sent in to me every week. And uh, I try to play as much as I can. But now, I, I won't get around to playing everything. And sometimes maybe the music just doesn't suit the vibe of the show. So apologies if sometimes stuff doesn't get played. But I've got to put a certain flow together to make it work but sometimes you come across something that you have a wow moment you just can't believe what you've just heard and you listen to it again and again and again and this next track is one of those songs this is a band called the british blues casting corporation the bbc only a different bbc this is such a the lyrics in this song when you hear them, they will really reach into your heart and make you think because this is called Footsteps of the Poor. Take it away.
it matters if the circle can't be square Ask me if I practice anything I preach Ask me what's the difference when things are out of reach This will be a better world, things will change for sure When we choose to walk a while in the footsteps of the Yeah, I think you'll agree when you listen to the lyrics. It's one of the finest songs I've heard in such a long time. Uh, and I'm privileged to play it on the show. That's the British Blues Casting Corporation and Footsteps of the Poor. And that's their new single and it's out now. Now, next up, here's somebody else that, uh, well, they really impressed the hell out of me. I was uh, at the Broadstairs Blues Bash there recently. So many great artists there, made so many new friends, but heard some amazing music. This is Roscoe Levy on the Southern Slide. And uh, this is a track taken from an album released back in 2014 called Get It While You Can. This one's called Gambling Man. <laughs> Thank you. 
yeah, what can you say? That's just prime Southern rock there. Um, what an artist, what a man, what a stage presence. Uh, and delighted to have seen him alive and uh, certainly can't wait to see him again. That was Roscoe Levi and the Southern Side. And I said that track was called Gambling Man and taken from an album called Get It While You Can. Now, next up, here's somebody else I actually saw also at the Broadstairs Blues Bash, Marcus Malone. And uh, this is a track from an album he released in 2017 called A Better Man, and this track's called House of Blues.
Yeah, really, really, really enjoyed that. That was Marcus Malone and House of Blues, and that's taken from an album he released back in 2017 called A Better Man. Great stuff. Now, next up, well, this is some collaboration. This is the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen and the classic, Tumbling Days.
Yep, that's from an album called Grrr Live, and uh, that's certainly a great version of the Stones classic with the Stones and Brucey giving it everything. That was the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen and Tumbling Dice. Now, just a few uh, plays back, we played Roscoe Levi in the Southern Slide. And Roscoe's uh, partner plays bass in the band Rosalie Cunningham. Uh, and she's a very accomplished artist in her own right. And uh, she uh, released an album called Two Piece Puzzle back in 2022. And we're going to play a track from that. And it features Roscoe Levy on guitar. This track's called Duet. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, I mean, what a great track. That was Rosalie Cunningham uh, featuring Roscoe Levy on guitar and the track was called Duet from an album released back last year, 2022, Two Piece Puzzle. Check it out. Next up, well, here's someone. I've played his music on the show. I've interviewed him, but I saw him and his band play live at the Broadstairs Blues Bash, and they were incredible. I'm talking about Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective, and uh, this is a track from his Move the Planet album that came out last year. Fantastic album, and uh, a lovely track this is called On Another Rainy Day. If I make a mistake, I'm sorry If I lose, what can I say? Well, I get myself together On a rainy day If I get it wrong, I'm sorry Sometimes things don't go my way and I get myself together on a rainy day. Well, my friends, they mean so much to me. Hold me together when I fall. In these life and times of mine, sometimes I hit the If I fuck up, I'm sorry If I don't get it right, well, okay Well, I kept myself together On a rainy day Well, my friends, they mean so much to me Hold me together when I fall Sometimes am I Sometimes I hit the wall I make mistakes I'm sorry If I lose What can I say And I get myself together On a rainy day Well, I get myself together on a rainy day. Well, I get myself together on a rainy day. Yeah, um, 
Really, really enjoyed playing that. That's Jamie Williams and the Roots Collective. And that track was called On Another Rainy Day. And that's taken from their 2022 album called Move the Planet. Now, we're up at the point of the producer's pick. And as always, Graham has picked two classic tracks. Um, but he has actually changed his modus operandi. There's a lot of really new stuff in his picks now. And that's the case with the first of the two. Because this is Power Wolf. And their version of the Alice Cooper classic Poison. And it's the brand new single from him. So that's that's brand new right out. Then he picked a track going back just a couple of years to, well, three years back to 2020 from Mushroom Head. And it's called Pulse. And it's taken from an album called A Wonderful Life. Let's sit back and listen to the producer's pick as chosen by show producer Graham Hillen.
Yeah, really enjoyed those two tracks. Um, as always, Graham, always cracking choices. Thank you so much for that. And always look forward to hearing them. Now, next up, and this is a kind of, I suppose, another link uh, to uh, to uh, the Broadstairs Blues Bash because when I was chatting and I chatted to many people over the weekend, as you can imagine, uh, I met this lovely man called Danny Gerard. And Danny said, Jerry, um, can I put in a request? I said, of course you can. He said, there's a track called Do It, and it's by a band called The Pink Fairies. Uh, now, it came out in 1971 of an album called Neverland, and uh, I had to play it. It's fantastic. So here is, as, as requested by Danny Gerard, The Pink Fairies. Do it. <laughs>
Yeah, I I love that. And thanks very much for the suggestion, Danny. And looking forward to catching up with you again in the not-too-distant future. Now, next up, we have Leadfinger. And this is their brand-new single. And this is called Find the Wards.
yeah, I enjoyed that. That's Leadfinger and Find the Wards, and it's brand new and out now. Now I'm going closer to home. This is my good friend and music brother, Paddy Goodwin. And Paddy released an album called The Church of the Here Now back a few weeks ago. It hit number one in iTunes charts. It got all sorts and continues to get all sorts of rave reviews, and rightly so. It's an amazing album, and Paddy, congratulations on creating a classic. This is one of my favourite tracks of the album. This is Paddy Goodwin on the Holy Ghosts, and they are calling on the devil. Invade your space 
That's Paddy Gooder on the Holy Ghost and Calling on the Devil. What a great track, great album. Uh, and all the success is getting is so well deserved. Now, next up, well, here's a band has had a hell of a lot of success over the decades. This is Stefan Wolf and this is The Pusher. Sweet dreams 
You know, Stefan Wolf, I suppose, you know, Born to be Wild was the big thing for them, but they really created many, many other classic tracks, and that's one of them, Stefan Wolf and The Pusher. Delighted to play it. Now, next up, love these guys. Love the cheekiness of them. This is the Small Faces and Lazy Sunday. <laughs>
Yeah, that was a Small Faces and Lazy Sunday taken from Ogden's Nut Gone Flake. And it had to be some kind of tobacco, I think. Um, <laughs> next up, this is another song I love. This is The Who. Um, I can see for miles. Deceive me now, here's a surprise. I know that you have, cause there's magic in my eyes. I can see for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. Oh, yeah. If you think that I don't know about the little tricks you play And never see you when deliberately you put things in my way Well here's a poke at you, you're gonna choke on it too You're gonna lose that smile Because all the while I could see for miles and miles I could see for miles and miles you took advantage of my trust in you and I was so far away I saw you holding lots of other guys and now you've got the nerve to say that you still want me Well that says maybe But you gotta stand trial Because all the while I can see for miles and miles I can see for miles and miles I can see for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, and miles. Oh, yeah.
You know, I've seen The Who a number of times and that's one of the standout songs in their set. Still love to hear. That's The Who and I Can See For Miles. Now, next up, we're back to an Irish band and uh, this is uh, Irish band The Water Boys. And uh, it's a bonus track on their 2022 album and it's called All Souls Hill. And this is a live version of the Stones classic Jump on Jack Flash. Boys, take it away.
what a great version of a classic. Now, I kind of, when I did that, and it was so good, I kind of thought, well, maybe the next couple of songs I'm going to get pretty well-known artists that have done a cover of a Stones classic. So next up is Paul Brady. And this is his version of Gimme Shelter. And this, of course, came from the soundtrack of the Sons of Arnarchy series, which this particular one came out in 2009. I think this is it. And there's a bit of an Irish lilt into this as well, which makes it really special. So this is Paul Brady and Gimme Shelter.
Yeah, I, I, I love that. And you know, unbelievably, we're at the end of another show. Well, we're not completely finished. We have one track to play, and I'll tell you who that is in a minute. Uh, but, of course, we have to go back to the start, and we have to thank, you know, Torn Up interview guest John Primer. I mean, what an honour it was to interview this blues man, and uh, such a lovely man, and what a great story he told. Thank you so much. Then, of course, we have to thank the fans' favourite from Tom Bridgman from London. <laughs> and he gave us the longest track ever. I think it was 30 minutes long. I don't think we ever played a track that long before. And it'll probably be a long time we do it again. But however, thank you so much. Um, then, of course, we have our uh, producer, Graham Hilling, and he picked tracks from Power Wolf and Mushroom Head. And again, great stuff. And then, of course, we have to, you know, think of the people of Making a Scene magazine, Richard Lahomedy and everyone there that, that helps us out so well. And, of course, the people here at Radio Home Rock, where it all started, where it all starts every week with a brand new show every Tuesday night. This is the best little station in the world. I love these people. I love what I do, and I'm privileged to have the opportunity to do it. But these people are really special. They're my rock and roll brothers and sisters. And I love them so much. And I so enjoy doing this show each and every week. And then, of course, like you, the listener. I mean, where would we be without you? Again, can never, ever, ever thank you enough for the support you've given the show, the way you've shared. And then, you know, with Mixcloud, the massive success we've had there. We've had five number ones in six months. It's just incredible. We can never, ever thank you enough. And all we'll ask you to do, just keep on doing it. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep telling people about the show because these wonderful, wonderful arts that we play every week... The independent music artists that have a dream, just like I did when I started this show, we want to help them grow and make, fulfill their dreams. So by doing what you do every week, you're doing exactly that. Now, we're down to the last track. Now, I said with a, tho st tho a stone's theme with the last two tracks, and we have with this one too. This time we're bringing in Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith and Nuno Betancourt. And they are simply going to blow the roof of every house around the world with their amazing version of what I consider one of the best Stone songs ever, Brown Sugar. So, lads, before we switch them on and turn the martial amps up to 11, just remember, look after each other, be good to each other. And if you hear music that touches your heart. What do you do? You know what to do. You turn it up. But now we're going to ask Stephen and Nuno to turn the volume up to maximum and play us one of the best Stone songs ever written. This is Stephen Taylor, Nuno Betancourt, Brown Sugar, lads, take us out. Mm -hmm. 